listener, Molly here. As someone who tunes into KZMU News, I know that you know we are experimenting with our program schedule just a bit. We're going to try something a little different for the newscast on Mondays. Sometimes we'll air the regional roundup. It's a bi-weekly production of the Rocky Mountain Community Radio Coalition, which KZMU is proudly part of. Other times we'll air a story from our archives, like today. With all the recent efforts underway to restore the Mill Creek Parkway, we thought we'd revisit this audio portrait that first aired in December 2022. Enjoy. When Cara Dorenwend moved to Moab in 1993, she remembers the creek system in town was basically invisible. There was so much invasive tamarisk and Russian olive growing along Mill Creek, she says you basically had to crawl from 5th West to Rotary Park if you even dared trying to walk along it. Dorenwind's background is in community-driven design and restoration work, so she got involved. She's worked now for over two decades, restoring the creek ecosystem. It's fascinating to her, even all these years later, even after Mill Creek decided to go through her own home during its big flood this summer. I, I, I have actually joked that, you know, Mill Creek really did go out of its way to flood my house. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it really did. It, you went, know, it went uphill. It went uphill. I was sitting on my porch that afternoon. We had just come down from Warner. I was sitting on the porch watching the storm and watching the huge black cloud move into Spanish Valley. And then, you know, went on, had dinner, cooked puffball mushroom I had from up on the mountain, decided to make a, a kind of intricate ice cream cone with these weird layers. <laughs> We're in the middle of that and I get a text of, looks like Mill Creek has overtopped Northeast Bridge. And and I'd been watching this and I'm like, yeah, this could be a big one. And we just kind of figured it would be bad. I didn't realize it would be as bad as it was. I opened my front gate and looked up towards Main Street and went, wow, that's a lot of water. And then I went, wait a minute, that's flowing uphill. And, you know, I, I walked out onto First North and logs are slamming into me. It was literally 18 inches to two feet tall of the flow, and it was it was it, it was moving. I mean, in my backyard, it got up to the level of my trailer that my boat is on my raft. I could have launched my raft. <laughs> I don't wouldn't have gotten very far, but I could have launched my raft off of this boat, off of the you know into the water. It was crazy how much water came in. I have a Army Corps of Engineers report from 1993 that expressly says that this was more like a 50-year event. So it's not like we didn't know it's coming. The problem is when we haven't had that kind of water in 50 years or more, and most of the people who are old enough to remember when we did, there was less built here, so we, like, where exactly did it go? It might have got into a cow pasture and nobody really paid attention because, oh, that's the pasture's still there. We didn't lose any cows. Everything's good. So I think that there's been some amnesia about it. It's not something that you really think about. And you go, oh, look at this little creek. Oh, it's fine. And you don't think about, well, wait, there's times when it's three times the Colorado River or more. So we kind of stood there and finished our ice cream cones because that was important. And then watched the water come into onto First North and walked up over by the Jailhouse Cafe and 
followed as the water started to overtop the, the sidewalk. It then went down that alley. And then I realized that our office was flooding and I realized how much bigger this was getting. Our root cellar door will have a better lock on it next time because the door didn't open until the last five minutes of the flood, which really pissed me off. <laughs> The fact that 15 people I had never met before showed up at my house was crazy. And I know that happened all over town. It wasn't just people that were only helping people they knew. It was people going, who needs help? Okay, great, I don't know you, what do you need? I mean, that's awesome. For over four days, I, like, I, didn't, I literally did not step foot off of that property line. I didn't go to the post office, I didn't go anywhere. People were kind enough to bring us some food now and again, which was great because I think I would have forgotten to eat. Um, and then I finally got out and started to like look at the creeks, partly based on talking with people. Oh, you live there. Oh, you had water there. When was that? Did it have debris in it? So I'm getting a picture of where did the water really go, which is fascinating to me. What happened is the city streets became the high flow channel. It's pretty amazing. And once, they, once the city streets become the high flow channel, there's nowhere for them to go. The water that came to my house left the creek corridor at first east near the Bike Skills Park. It flooded the basement of the Greenwell. It flooded the Cocopelli. It flooded Dewey's, a whole bunch of one inch thick full sheets of OSB from Dewey's remodel ended up in my yard. It was actually really handy. Then it, you know, made its way. So I've been trying to kind of pinpoint, like, how did it get there? And then how much farther north did it go? This year is definitely the biggest monsoon season that the Southwest has seen in a long time. It could be the same next year. And with climate change, who knows? You know, all bets are off. What I would like to do and what I would like to see happen is have a collaborative effort. I mean, I this is my background, community-driven design, but have it be something that we all work together to some degree. How could I keep that water out? You know, there's definitely some thinking that has to happen and it won't happen like tomorrow. But I think we can get more creative if we all, if we talk about it as a community, you know? I mean, we all have to live with it. Do you think, after this experience, do you think, do you still think floods are cool? Oh yeah, they're amazing. I want to use other expletives, but I want you to be able to use this tape. No, it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Cara Dornwend is the executive director of Rim to Rim Restoration. She personally mapped out how the water from Mill Creek moved through the valley in its big flood this August by doing her own interviews with locals. Dornwen's nonprofit seeks to build community and facilitate regenerative landscapes. You can find out more at revegetation.org. Big thanks to Kara for spending time with us. This was a rebroadcast of an audio portrait that first aired in December 2022. Get your community-powered journalism weekdays on the airwaves at noon and 6. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.